Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to the Always Online Podcast, brought to you by MMOBomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer gaming related. This is episode 420, gentlemen. 420, blaze it. Blaze it. Blaze it. Uh, it is Friday. It is 1 p.m. Eastern. That means, of course, we are doing the show live. Twitch.tv slash MMO bomb. We hope you'll join us. Chad is already here, ready to go with their weekly bombs, their question of the week answers. We've got a lot of news to cover today, including a little bit of drama that maybe it isn't drama. We'll we'll break it all down. And we're going to be giving away some things. So if you're watching on YouTube after the fact or on MMObomb.com, we absolutely appreciate that. Click like, click subscribe, get your weekly bombs and question of the week answers in the comments below. Feed that algorithm. You too can have a chance to win. You don't have to be joining us live, but you know you can win too, chat. It's all good. Joining me to go over all the news today, Mr. Jason Winter. What's up, sir? You know, I, my first cast of this was like episode like 63 or 64 so I'm, and I feel like I'm compelled to go back to look at episode 69 and see if we made any similar jokes I, I would imagine I, I would um, imagine Spunkify definitely would have gotten in on that nice yeah. what do you got what, what's <laughs> yeah. in the background there is that that um, that's yeah, the, the little it's, statue it's little, yeah because we're talking about Guild Wars 2 today and I just needed something quick so there right. I've, I've gone through all my Guild Wars 2 stuff which might just be that in the book I don't know if I have anything oh I have the other book too the crappy book the novel <laughs> <laughs> no one likes to talk about that. That was terrible. Also on the line, <laughs> Mr. Zach Sharps. What's up, sir? Hello, hello. It's good to be on here. Uh, it's kind of a late edition because me and Mike <laughs> had a bit of communication issues. But uh, alas, I'm here. So uh, here to chat about all the news. And it uh, seems we have, we have some good stories to talk about. So yeah. it's going to be fun. Before we get started with that, how's the game coming? We always get an update every time good. you're here. How's how, how are the night? How's the night doing? Yeah, also, the Night of the Forgotten Realms. The Night of the Forgotten Realms doing good. I've implemented all the pay to win, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I got the the climbing system implemented. Been refining that. Oh, Going to be getting wow. some new uh, monsters in the game too this weekend. So I'm um, really progressing to try and block out a lot of the the rest of the game as I refine the beginning as well. And um, it's 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 coming along. Um, I'm still you know. I'm being very distracted by Lost Ark, of course, of but course. you know I kind of expected that to happen, um, at least for the first couple of weeks. But um, but yeah, still a lot of progress being made, and you can wishlist it on Steam, Knights of the Forgotten Realm. I appreciate all the wish lists. Go do you it. Know, never went to never went to just add a climbing. It took them like eight years, and you're like right on it. So I mean, <laughs> nah, well, yeah. Well, they just added grappling. They don't even have climbing yet. Grappling, whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah they don't even have climbing yet. It's grappling. It's grappling. Mm -hmm. Everyone's adding grappling. Everyone. Everyone. Let's get started with the news. Today, we're going to start off with Guild Wars 2. We are now 10 days away from End of Dragons. Jason is super, super pumped. Super pumped. It's like the... Look, at. I mean, he's, he's sitting there. He's got like a little smirk. A little smirk. It's kind of a I'm smile. I'm just smirking at the notion that you think I get super pumped about anything. It's kind of a <laughs> smile. So, they, like, that's the best you're going to get out of Jason. It kind of makes him smile. It kind of makes him smile. Yeah. You are looking forward to it, too, though. But sure. there, was, sure. there was some news this past week, and we'll talk about NCSoft's financials uh, in, in a little bit, just briefly. There's not a lot to talk about, but on the topic of Guild Wars 2, we should bring it up. 
this week, it hasn't all exactly been sunshine and roses when it comes to uh, End of Dragons, though, because... Honestly, when you break it down, Jason, I feel like they just really communicated poorly. Like, I feel well, like ArenaNet didn't do themselves any favors in kind of one post that kind of inflamed passions and then another post that contradicted that original post to a certain extent. What we're talking about, though, is kind of like the way Endgame works, particularly when it comes to mystic coins and where those are obtained. Uh, and then strikes and making things more accessible, generally opening things up. Jason, what happened here? Like, what what teed this all off? What initially made people maybe a little bit um, concerned or upset? Well, the initial post was put out uh, about, like, in my, our time, like 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern on a Friday. So still, like, Friday afternoon. So you, you kind of have to think at that point they knew that they were going to maybe ruffle ruff some feathers. You try to bury that news on a Friday afternoon, which, by the way, guys, doesn't work anymore. No, no not work. at all. Not at all. Um, so, like, all weekend long, I was seeing posts about this on, on, like, the Reddit and so forth, about people being upset about the changes, like you said, they were making to how you get Mystic Coins and Mystic Clovers from high-end fractals, the top-level fractals, the 98, 99, and 100, each have a chance to drop those. Well, they're going to change how that works. They're going to take them out of those completely and put the Mystic Coin rewards more in the strikes that are going to come in the expansion. Now, fractals are five-person content. Strikes are ten-person content. So a right. little diff different in terms of the dynamics of that and, to some people, the difficulty of it as well. They say they're going to make strikes a little easier, a little more accessible. But even so, anytime you change how high-end loot comes around, it's going to get people... More, especially when you're changing it to something they don't know about. Because nobody's basically played these strikes up for the tiny little bits we did in like our press previews and whatnot. So when you change that, people are going to be upset, and they were upset pretty much all weekend long. Yeah, and they, this, yeah. Where, where they made, I think, a, a big mistake, and I'm still not exactly sure who or how, if you go back and look at the original post, which is still available, you can get it on MMOBomb.com, click on it, go look at it. It's still not even edited. As I'm looking at it right now, that you can see that it is not edited. Um, and they say in that original post that they're going to change the high-end fractals reward, and they say currently challenge mode fractals are one of the largest single sources for mystic coins entering our economy as each boss in challenge mode 98, 99, and 100 has a small chance to award either one, two, or three mystic coins. When they put out a follow-up post where they start <laughs> breaking up the math <laughs> to show why this isn't a bad thing after everybody kind of flipped out... They say the almost the exact opposite, Jason, that like all these mystic coins are most of them are obtained from login. Um not these high end fractals. It it got go ahead. No, go ahead. You you you're right, but I'm gonna see exactly what they said, because what I could believe It's just bizarre because it is. fractals are such a fun piece of content, and if you're basically telling people not to do them by shifting the end game progression away from them. Especially in a game that's so horizontal like Guild Wars 2, it's it's just such a bizarre move for them to make this late in their their development in terms of like the game's lifespan. Yeah. And you're um, you're dead it just on. Doesn't it, make sense. That it led to two major concerns and two major gripes. Right, one was the uh, actual obtaining of Mystic coins and how fast you can obtain them from other various sources uh, to to get what you might need at a particular time without having you know weeks and weeks and weeks of waiting to get it. But then to Zach, your point, the other side of this was 
okay, wait, like you're putting strikes in. I understand this is kind of Jason, their new content piece. They kind of want to start pushing people towards this content. I get that from a, a development standpoint. But Zach, your point is then the other people that are enjoying fractals, you kind of have to go, so what's the future of fractals themselves look like then? If yep. the content push is going more towards these strikes and things and the rewards are going there too, are we just done with fractals? Are we not going to see those anymore? Or are they going to be a slower pace? Like wait, wait, arena net abandoning a style of guild wars two No, no, never. Dungeons <laughs> would like a word with you. So it's guild missions. So uh, yeah. yeah, I can believe that. I, mean, I can believe that that's what their intent was. What I was looking up to see if they talked about if they explicitly talked about uh, like a number of players. I can I can believe that only seven percent of players get their coins from you know high-end fractals you know being a high-end kind of thing i could believe that but that's not what they said they said number of coins instead of like number of players doing it so yeah you're right i, mm -hmm. I don't get the contradiction there <laughs> so this kind of does blend with something we talked about last week on ready check radio on the relic grind when we were kind of talking about final fantasy 14 and its end game uh progression which is obviously a lot more gear related than than um than guild wars 2 is to a certain extent but we were talking about the general concept zach of should the the gear particularly when it comes to gear like right set aside little oddball things you want that title to because you know there's some extraordinarily difficult thing in guild wars 2 that'll give you this achievement okay fine i'm fine with achievement uh, or amount or this being locked yeah. behind really absurd one-off stuff that people are going to grind for or want to work up over time but when you come to something like gear which one yes just does hold a stat benefit so that you can go do the next hardest piece of content right but it also yeah. in both final fantasy and i would argue jason correct me if i'm wrong i'm not a guild wars 2 master I would argue it's it, it's a big problem in Final Fantasy and an even bigger one in Guild Wars 2. That gear comes with the glam, too. Mm -hmm. You might not want the highest-end gear because you want to go run 100 fractals and the hardest content in the game. That might not be your thing. You're not getting the gear for that. But, man, would you really like to have that glam? Unfortunately, you got to go do this content. So I kind of like the idea of, and they said spreading it out, which was another term I didn't think they should have used, Jason. <laughs> they said spreading it out, but then when you look at how they're spreading out the love, it's like we took it from fractals and we dumped it on strikes. Well, mm -hmm. uh, that's not spreading it out. <laughs> that's, that's just moving it. What's your general, uh, and I know you're in Lost Ark, which kind of falls into the same boat too, to a certain extent, Zach. What is your, like, how would you do it? Does it always just have to be, those gear that that gear is locked behind the highest end content or should there be alternate ways to obtain best in slot or high end gear that doesn't involve having to do the hardest content in whatever game you're playing yeah so for me it's mainly in terms of the best gear i don't mind the absolute best in slot you know gear being locked behind the most difficult content however cosmetics should not be locked behind there i mean i could get a little you could have a little difference for the best in slot but i mean it really boils down to guild wars 2 is never really about that to begin with um and that's where the issue comes in it's not really a philosophy a philosophy debate on how this gear should be implemented it's really a history debate on how 
it has been in the past. Um, they're deviating, at least from what I remember Guild Wars 2, being more of a horizontal game where you can do a lot of different types of content that will reward you uh, to various different degrees. You know, there still is a bit harder content that would reward you more than other content. But what they really should do is they should spread these Mystic Coins across their entire game. Make it completely horizontal, where the hardest content rewards you more, the easier content rewards you less. So if you complete an entire zone, you get maybe one Mystic, you know, you get a certain amount of Mystic Coins for that. If you do a dungeon, you get a certain amount of coins for that. If you do a fractal, you get a certain amount of coins for that. Um, and then if you do this, a strike, you get a lot of coins because it's the hardest content. They should do something like that to really just revitalize the entire game because we're looking at a game in Guild Wars 2 that has been out for a while now and really needs new blood. But if you don't make that new blood feel as though the game is accessible to dive in and you know, really feel as though them going out and doing older content is worthwhile. Number one, you waste a bunch of old content that's really good. But number two, you also just make them feel as though they can't catch up at all. Um, and that's that's one issue I see with this overall. And then on top of that, the strike requirement being 10 player content, 10 player content's really dated, in my opinion. It's very difficult for me to say that I want to go out and do a 10 player piece of content because getting 10 players together that are at your skill level that aren't going to frustrate you by, you know, wiping, um, for instance, or just not knowing how to play in general is very difficult for a lot of people these days. They just want to hop in, maybe do, you know, five player content, which is why fractals are so good. Um, and then, you know, be rewarded for that. So, you know, increase the difficulty, but don't increase the player count because the player count just, it's not the right type of difficulty in my opinion. So philosophy-wise, I don't mind best in slot, you know, being locked behind the hardest content. But for Guild Wars 2, that's not their history. It shouldn't. That should not be the case. It should be spread out um, and a bit more horizontal. Jason, setting this particular piece aside, uh, this fractal, you know, the coin removal, setting this aside, generally speaking, uh, to something Zach said, Guild Wars 2 and ArenaNet seem to be very good at pleasing their player base. The problem is, again, to something Zach alluded to there, it that player base isn't growing. Uh, it's pretty stacked. And, and when, when we get to the financials, it did a little better. You know, it's fine. Granted, they have up quarters and down quarters. But you never see, like even at expansion launches, you don't see these huge influxes of people. You do see growth. Absolutely. It brings some of those Guild War II fans back. It'll bring me back for a month or so. I, I do that every single time. Does something like this change, this push towards, hey, let's move the coins here or let's do make these types of changes and how they're obtained so that you can get gear and, and stuff doing this? Do these help grow the player base at all? I mean, if you can't really, you're in a really precarious position when you cannot piss off your player base in any way because you're not replacing them through any other way, aren't you? Well, I'll say this, that I've, I've made four legendary weapons and I've done zero high-end fractals. So they are available through plenty of other options. This was just like the most consistent way to get them at a high volume if you did this stuff every day or whatever. Right. So, And the thing is, a new player coming into the game isn't going to play a Highland Fractal, right? Yeah, the they're game. they're way away from this, yeah. Yeah, they're going to get Mystic Coins through their daily logins, and even if they want, they can buy them on the trading post and get it for like two gold or something there. So in terms of that, I don't think it has that much of an effect. They're not worried about that level of thing until they get way into the game. Is it true that maybe you do piss off some other people and, I don't know, make them want to leave or do other things? 
yeah, maybe, but the fact is, it, it is about a 10-year-old game right now, and that's how 10-year-old MMOs tend to go. They don't get the huge influxes unless you are Final Fantasy 14. Okay, whatever, but... Yeah, uh, always an exception to the rule, right? Yeah, we understand that. Yeah, so I don't think it like hurts them from terms of like you know long-term longevity or anything like that. You do wonder how again it all has to do with how those new new strikes are going to be. And they said they're going to have both normal mode and hard mode. So in theory, the normal mode ones won't be too much different from say a five-man, you know, five-man high-end fractal that sort of thing. I actually played one of those when I was in my press preview a little while ago. I've never never done a strike on live either. And it seemed okay. Like I felt like I could maybe do that with you know decent enough players. So I'm not. I'm again. I, I may I may try them out at least just to give them a shot. But in terms of my Mystic Coin collection in general, it's not something I'm worried about. In terms of will I be able to get them even if I don't do a strike or something? I'll go along the yeah. same way I've done it before, and it will be okay. Yeah. It is interesting though to that point um, that we have two older MMOs coming out with expansions or one already came out with an expansion that have shifted from more of a horizontal progression to more vertical in terms of reward schemes and Sortor and now Guild Wars 2. So it'll be interesting to see how player numbers are affected by by this type of shift and whether or not it benefits them or hurts them over time. I just question it. Like I understand from a development standpoint, you know, you're making these these pieces of content, you want to push players to do those pieces of content, particularly if you know behind the scenes the the two-year the three-year the four-year plan and what you're going to be working on through all those years like if you know strikes are going to be the bigger thing going forward if not the only thing uh going forward then i i get it from a development standpoint what i don't get from a development standpoint is in a game that has a relatively stable player base it's not growing it's not declining to any you know huge degree quarter over quarter I do kind of question the development philosophy of going from five-person content to ten-person content and basically yeah. doubling the requirement of players needed for that content. Maybe it'll work out for them with the multiple difficulty levels and you know, you'll know you be able to do the harder stuff with your, your guild and do the, the easier stuff to, to farm up coins with pugs and things like that. We'll see. I, I do have a question mark by it. And I do think, Jason, that... If you're concerned about the future of fractals, I I don't blame you. I don't blame you with this approach. They but, are adding one in the expansion. They are, but they only get a new fractal like once a year, or so that's about typical. Yeah. So, which is so bizarre to me. It's such a fun piece of content, and they neglect it. But yeah, Jason got me into fractals a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah, they're they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, NCSoft parent behind Arena Net uh, wasn't that great in quarter four. Wasn't that great. And in fact, uh, there was really one mobile game that kind of kept them away <laughs> from having a really bad quarter, Jason. Like, a really yeah. bad quarter. Yeah, Lineage W was more than, like, well, it was basically the same as everything else for the quarter. It was about 50-50, Lineage W, everything else. That is staggering. That's the reason why it's me. called Lineage W. <laughs> it got the dub. It got the dub, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Uh, Aeon Classic, uh, doing well, continues to do well. Guild Wars 2 is up over Q3, and it's one of the few PC titles that is up for NCSoft's library in any way. Honestly, without Lineage W, gang, I, I cannot express how devastating a quarter this would have been for NCSoft. It would have been horrendous. It's bad. 
but I don't think Zach is somebody that invests uh, in in portfolios and your por- your portfolio and things like that. I think you kind of go if you're an investor, you go, that's rocky. But yeah. but we got a new a lot of new titles coming out, you know, you know, and it, it could have been worse without lineage w, w. I think you're like, uh, sell. Uh, I need to get out of this right yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not good for NCSoft long-term for those of us who don't like to play games on their phones because uh, it really just, it, it puts a lot more pressure on um, for on Guild Wars. It puts a lot more pressure on um, Project uh, TL, I think it's called, as well. Uh, and if either of those don't have a sizable bump, not good. Not good at all. And we've already talked about Guild Wars 2 not really being the game to get those sizable bumps in and out. It's a yep. decent bump when expansions come out, but what's another... Exactly. Look the numbers. The, the amount is going to be, you know, still like 5% of what Lineage W brings in. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they, and that's that's troubling, because I, I don't want them to shift more mobile, but it, all the signs are pointing to that being the case. They've been doing it for up. years. Yeah, they've been doing it for years. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to be even more the case. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they do have. Like I yeah. said in my article, I, I, we're, we're just lucky they still make PC games at this point. At all. Yep. Yeah. Now we already knew that they were working on some titles. Uh, Zach, you had mentioned Project TL. They confirmed in their reports that that is going to be released in the second half of this year. So if you mm-hmm. if you've been looking for that or at least interested in it, we should continue to get more and more news. What we do have and trailers and stuff is all on MMOBomb.com, so you can check it out now. But they also revealed five other IPs in addition. Uh, the four, four other, four other, yeah, yeah. P- Project TL and then four others. Uh, we'll have to see. Brand new IPs: Project E, Project R, Project M, and BSS. Yeah, That's don't a know. Lot of letters. That is a lot, a of, lot letters. of letters. <laughs> a lot of letters. A lot of letters. Uh, and Jason, you describe them. One has like a very serious game with a, this is BS or Project E, a very serious game with a medieval ancient Asian setting. Project R is a top-down brawler or a mobile. Project M utilizes mocap actors and looks like modern-day crime drama. And BSS is a cutesy-looking, fast-moving Blade and Soul spinoff. I'm most interested in Project M because it's like, how does that work into like their usual MMO kind of online gaming like stuff? Are they the mocap yep. stuff? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The modern crime drama thing. Like, does that go away from that, or is it a single player game? What's what's the deal there? I'd be curious to see what engine they're using because it looks really good. Where it could be on UE5, so maybe they're testing the waters on that for a future mobile game, possibly on UE5. That would be the only thing I could think of. But yeah, it, it definitely is out of all the, the games that they're going to be coming out with is the most uh, interesting of them in terms of how different it is from the other offering. Zach's cat just goes rolling through the shot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Blue does. The cat is blue real. Wants. cat is not a motion capture. Uh, the, the, cat, <laughs> the cat has legs. <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> that, that much we can be sure of. The cat has legs. Before we leave NCSoft, uh, and in particular, Guild Wars 2. Let's talk a little bit about our giveaway. Uh, so mm-hmm. here's what's going on. ArenaNet has sent us, or is going to uh, give away through us, a lovely Guild Wars 2 End of Dragons care package. Uh, and we thank ArenaNet and the team over there for sponsoring this giveaway. What's in this? Well, you can get a HyperX mouse, an End of Dragons branded HyperX headset, 
a custom glass art plate featuring a beautiful piece of concept art from End of Dragons, and of course, a code for the expansion itself, right? We w couldn't leave you out in the cold on actually being able to play End of Dragons. So you can see the mouse, you can see the headset there. I think that's the, you know, maybe the glass. No, the background, the background thing is not part of the game. That's not, that it's background thing is not the glass plate? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. that way well, yeah, it makes sense because the they say the art is End of Dragons, end of Dragons specific yeah. concept art. Let me just art. see real quick, see if he sent us an email. He said it was going to get it by end of the week. This is uh, someone, something we got from someone else, but no, we do not have a official right. image. So how do you enter? How do you enter for this nice care package? All you got to do is on this episode of the Always Online podcast, on MMOBomb.com, on our post, give us a comment. So if you give us your weekly bomb, you give us your question of the answer of the week, if you're feeling spry and you give us both, you're automatically entered. That means two things. You have to have an MMOBomb account, so take two minutes and sign up for it. And two, for God's sake, use your real email, people. <laughs> if you... <laughs> I, I don't care if you want to sign up for things with fake emails, but if you sign up for things with fake emails and we can't contact you because you have won a contest, I don't want to hear your email complaining that we never reached out to you about winning the contest. So head on over to MMOBomb.com on this episode. We'll pick the winner next week. Now, if you're on YouTube... Obviously, click like, click subscribe, and if you want to put your comments there to help with engagement, we certainly do appreciate that. You're more than welcome to. I will not judge you if you just want to copy-paste your YouTube comment onto the MMO Bomb post. That's fine. You don't have to come up with whole new answers or anything, but I will only be selecting the winner from people that comment on the MMOBomb.com post for this episode. We'll pick the winner randomly next Friday. Now, I should say... There could be, depending on where you are, if you win, there could be a delay getting this to you. ArenaNet will only ship inside the United States. We did not want to limit this to just our U.S. visitors. Like, we have people from Latvia and all kinds of other countries checking in every week in the comments. We wanted it open to everybody. So if you're chosen and you happen to live outside of the United States... MMOBomb.com, we will eat the shipping to get this to you. We will have ArenaNet send it to us, and the, then we will ship it out to you. So there could be a delay in the shipping if you're outside the United States, but we'll keep you posted. If you're, I uh, would assume, however, oh, go ahead. Yeah, we'll keep you posted say, with tracking numbers and stuff like that. I would assume that, though, that we will get you the code immediately for the expansion. So yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 will, that, that much that, we can manage. Yeah. Uh, the physical goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yes. physical goods. If you're inside the United States, we're obviously going to ask you for your address. And yes, we will share it with ArenaNet so that they can just send you this stuff directly. So those are the rules. No purchase necessary. Blah, 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 blah. Give us your weekly bombs and your question of the week. And you were going to do that anyway, right? Of course you were. Because why wouldn't you? And you could be entered for a chance to win this lovely set. Thank you again to ArenaNet for that. Um, Unfrickin' real, gang. Jason, we talked about Titan Reach on this show a month or so ago, whenever it was, and we were just flabbergasted at like how incredibly lucky one team could get. Mm -hmm. Like you blew through all of your crowdfunding, building what you had, and you had to start shutting up shop, and people were going to be out that money and no game, and then all of a sudden somebody really thinks what you're doing has a payoff at the end, believes in you, believes in your product, believes in your game, 
enough to give you the money to finish it with no strings attached. Mm-hmm. This wasn't, Zach, I'm going to give you $5 million to finish night, but I want you to put blockchain in it. It wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. <laughs> like, or you have to take you know, my suggestions, or I'm taking this money. It was no strings attached. You make yeah. the dream. Finish the dream. And they started bring, bringing back all the people for Titan Reach. And then it went away again, Jason. What the hell happened? Yeah, so the guy in charge of it, the lead developer, called an Unravel, basically announced last week that he was just going to shut it all down. That everything had just gone to hell, he's going to shut it all down, and there we go. So, in addition to saying that, he then posted about how he had a great, great idea. How he wanted to put it in there again, but he, he had this great idea to include blockchain and NFTs, but it wouldn't have been, would have been bad then if he have seen other games. It would have been great. It would have been awesome. Well, that's so good. That's, that's that's good. I mean, at least he wasn't implementing the bl- the bad NFTs. These were the good yeah, NFTs. Yeah, sure these, he was. <laughs> these were the good ones, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's all when, fine. When that got out, well, he was going to keep the Discord alive for like another seven days. When that got out, people started like really getting mad at him and doxing him and whatever. So he shut down the Discord immediately. So it all just vanished. So that persisted over the weekend. Then on, I believe it was Monday, maybe Tuesday, was when we got a video from Kira, YouTuber Kira TV. Who had done the expose on you know everything that had happened before and the incredible stroke of luck? He even managed to contact, find out yeah. who was, and contact the donor who was yeah. funding all of this. At that time, kept them anonymous, you know. Yep. But he yeah. wanted to make sure this is legit. Like, if I'm going to report on this, I want to make sure yeah. this is legit. And there you go. And we were just Contacted stunned. The guy, he got like we bank stunned. statements, everything, to make sure everything was on on the up and up. And How yeah. lucky can you be? Like, man, that is incredibly lucky. Yeah. Jason yeah. said, "Ruining a little, a literal fairy tale." In, well, in that's what that's what he said. That's what Kira yeah. said in his article in his video. It's absolutely yeah. nuts. Well, how he did? It. Why did he? Why did he all of a sudden shut 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 it down? From what I understood, he was getting the payments once a month, so that you know the investor wasn't un, under any duress. Uh, here's a bajillion dollars, and the dude runs away. You know there were going to be monthly payments made. So I, my guess is right. The investor backed out, right? I mean, that's what normally I would guess happened here, mm-hmm. but that's not the deal here. Well, he did back out because apparently, you know, you and I thought it was too good to be true, and so did Unravel. So what he did was he invested. He because uh, the guy, the guy who, who, did, who was the donor was a guy named uh, uh, Andre Kronji, and he is described as quote. A South African software developer and cryptocurrency decentralized finance entrepreneur, and one of the most influential people in the DeFi space. He did, however, so, when Kira reported on this, wanted pointed out I had nothing to do with like making them use blockchain or yes, NFTs yes. or anything. Yep. He did not have any any influence yeah. on him to say to do that, but that didn't stop Unravel from trying to make money his own way because he thought this isn't going to last forever. I got I got to make more money. So he tried to make money with crypto, lost 150 grand, and when he confessed that to Cronji, Cronji said, "Okay, never mind." Also, mm-hmm. also bought himself a sweet Tesla. Yeah, he bought himself a car yep. too. So it's like, which which he said he originally said had been done because Cronji uh, had given him the money to do it, and Cronji's like, "No, I didn't. No. I gave you money to make your game, not buy yourself a nice car." No. 
Yeah. And if so, trans- yeah. And like if transportation was an issue, I'm sure the investor would have been like, yeah, take 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 20,000 of that and buy a Saturn. Like just, <laughs> just <laughs> something that's going to get you to and from, buddy. <laughs> to and from. Mm-hmm. Unreal, Zach. Yeah. Like how do you piss away that opportunity? How do you piss that opportunity away? It is absolutely bizarre because when I heard about the the mystery person who funded the game, I'm like, okay, there's probably some strings attached here and all that. But when it comes out that, no, this guy was just, you know, an amazing Giga Chad human being who's just like, you know, I want to go ahead and support this project because I believe in it. No strings attached at all. The only safeguard I'm going to do is give you just monthly payouts instead of the whole lump sum, you know, right off the bat, which ended up being extremely smart on his part. Um, And then you go away and you piss it away because you want to, you know, become a crypto bro and invest a ton of money and try and, you know, make it rich and um, probably leave after that. Like, it's, it's kind of... It's the most weird, bizarre situation that you could have ever imagined with this project, especially since the project looked pretty cool. I was excited for Titan Reach. I thought it was going to be a really cool game. And yet the lead developer behind it is a complete dumbass. Yep. And I hope he never gets any funding from anyone ever again. Oh, he, he, won't. he won't. Absolutely. <laughs> he incredibly won't. stupid. He won't. He won't. His private so conversations with Kira, too. Were like, yeah, I was going to say, there are two pieces. ridiculous. Like, if you think yeah. this is bad enough, if you think this is bad enough, there are two pieces here that are going to make you go, damn, that investor is one sweet dude, man. And yeah. one more piece that's going to make you go, man, unravel, just literally unravel. Unraveled. <laughs> yeah. Piece number one. Back when this happened, somebody on the staff, not unravel, posed as higher up than they were, dealing with this potential investor, and conned him out of $250,000. The way he conned him was, that's nice that you want to invest in us, but we don't believe you. <laughs> like, show the funds. <clears throat> and so they made, a, the investor made an initial 250K payment. That employee ran. <laughs> <laughs> Took the 250K, Splitsville, out. They eventually do track him down. Eventually they cop to the whole thing and they say, the reason I did it was my dad is sick, needs surgery. I ran with the money to take care of my dad's surgery. Paid the money back, except Andre, the investor, said, keep $50,000 of it to take care of your dad. Go away. Unreal. The dude stole a quarter of a million dollars from him, and he's still, unra- you know, uh, Titan Reach parted ways with him. As an employee, obviously, yeah. took two hundred thousand of it back, and the investor said, "Keep fifty. Take care of your dad. Have a good day." Unfreaking mm-hmm. <laughs> real. Unravel. I hope this doesn't. I hope this doesn't ruin Andre's faith in humanity. Oh, I mean, it's right? just, he's such a good dude. Seemingly such a good dude. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Flip side. Let's go to unravel. Unravel, while this is all going down, the Discord's been taken down, the Twitter's been taken Like, we couldn't even tag them in the tweet for this story the day it happened. The Twitter account was already gone. What you're going to talk about actually happened before he shut everything down. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way. Yeah. Before all of that, Unravel had reached out to uh, Kira. Kira? Kira. Yeah, Kira. Mm -hmm. 
the person who had covered all of this and had talked to the investor and all that stuff privately and said, here's my idea for the NFTs. What do you think? Just want your opinion. And Kara said, eh, I mean, you're going to piss off a lot of people because that's not what a lot of people invested in. However, that investment money from like crowdfunding is gone anyway. But, you know, you need to do this very, very carefully. I, I, I'm not opposed to it as an idea, but you better be real careful here because this is treading on not what you promised people. Um, and then just as things were about to be publicly released that the game was going away and everything, Unravel reaches out to Kira in an attempt to make sure that all of this stays quiet. Tells Kira exactly what happened. I invested 150K in this crypto, lost pretty much all of it, bought a Tesla. I confessed to Andre. Andre has, has talked to his lawyers and they have stopped all funding. They're not doing not dealing with us anymore. I really screwed up. I really screwed up. And attempted to say, hey, I know Kira, you have health problems. I did not know this. Kira apparently has a late stage form of cancer. So our best wishes to Kira, of course. Unravel knew this and reached out and said, I have an offer for you. Could change your life. I know you've got the health issues and stuff. And tried to essentially, Jason, buy his silence by saying, I'm going to give you this money. Don't go talk to Andre. <laughs> because the second Kira goes to talk to Andre, this this thing's blown wide open. Yeah. <sighs> You just wonder what goes through some people's heads. How they, how they think things are good ideas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he knew this. Was, he had to know. I mean, I guess you don't know. You figure maybe you, what you do is you figure that he's that cure is going to be just as corrupt as you are. Basically, he'll take the money and go away. He'll stay quiet because you would do yeah. it. And Kira did not. So, Kira did not no, go watch no. Kira's video. It's linked right in this piece on MMOBomb.com. It's an absolute worth the watch. Even if you yeah. have no idea what Titan Reach is, it is still I didn't a video, video worth yeah. watching. <laughs> 100%. Obviously, we wish Kira well. And Kira was originally going to stay silent just because the, the, he knew about the NFT thing. And why didn't he say anything publicly? He was like, well, it's not really my place to. You know, if he wants to make changes yeah. to his game, it's not really my place to. And no player investment money is even on the table anymore, right? That was gone when the game was going to shut down the first time. So it's not even really like I'm protecting players' investments at that opportunity. And because of the nature of the reporting Kira uh, does, and we have to do it here too, there are times we just can't talk publicly about certain things until after the fact. Otherwise, when we want to get that information, we had all the daybreak stuff days before we were allowed to, like, there was so much about Daybreak I knew, <laughs> but I could, I had to protect my sources, right? That that type of deal. Kira was doing the same thing. When this portion happened, though, and it was an attempt to buy his silence, that's when Kira was like, well, I guess what my next video, I know what my next video is, Zach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and for Kira, not only, you know, does it just show the character um, that he has and, and how much respect he has is for journalism in, in general because i mean when it really comes down to this you have to have limits when it comes to you know if you're involved with the project and you're supposed to sort of stay silent you know as you mentioned you have to have limits though like what what line needs to be crossed for you to just sort of just come out with a story um if it's something that you know you otherwise would keep private and for kira he basically showed that 
if you try and pay him hush money, he will come out and speak about something. And I think that's a, a very great sort of line to have. And it just shows the respect he has for his fans, the respect that he has is for journalistic integrity. Um, and then also on top of that, um, just the type of person he is that he otherwise would have kept it private because it's not his business. But if you try and corrupt him, he's not going to be corrupted. Um, so, you know, good, good on Kira. And, and yeah, definitely health wise. I, I wish him well on that. Raging uh, alcoholic in chat says, are there even words? There aren't. They're, they're just. There's no words. Aren't. Those, yeah. They're just aren't words. Now, we've kind of summed it up at a high level here. Obviously, we would recommend if you are interested or in the drama, go watch Kira's video. It's 100% worth it. A few quick hit pieces before we slide over and do our weekly bombs. Uh, Swords of Legends Online. We talked about a few weeks ago going free to play and launching an expansion later this month. However, that has actually been delayed. Not by much. By a week. So now it's going to be early March instead of late February. There's a new dungeon trailer. Um, but, you know, I know none of you are terribly interested in it. I'm going to stream a little bit of it after this show today because I haven't played it since, like, probably launch week. But uh, I want to start prepping things for a first look um, when the expansion comes out. So that is delayed a week. What you can do next month as well is go ahead and register for Blood Hunts, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunts PC closed beta next month on the PC only. Apparently, Zach, Blood Hunt News on Twitter found very, very tiny and faded into the contrast on the background in the Blood Hunt logo at the end of a Valentine's Day trailer video that the Shark Mob had put up. A little bit of text that said PC closed beta next month. What's funny about this to me is I can see it in the image that they that Blood Hunt News posted. I, to this day, cannot see it in the video. <laughs> when I watch the video, I can't even find a hint of it. Now, I haven't gone through and been like changing contrast while the video's playing or anything, but Man. I can't see it. Shark Mob was a little surprised that somebody saw it too, <laughs> to the point that they tweeted out, somebody inside had to have told you about this, and now we're hunting down who it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> they found it the day it went up. Man. Were they going to do a beta or not? They are. We confirmed it's on MMOBomb.com today. Uh, all the details are up except the exact date. Are you excited to get back into Blood Hunt, Zach? I know you were kind of interested in it. Not a generally a Battle Royale person, but it was doing some kind of different stuff. Uh, are you excited I'm, to jump back in? I actually never jumped in at all. Um, I was interested in it, and I probably still won't jump into it, quite honestly. you just going to wait for I, launch? Yeah, I probably will play a little bit at launch. Um, Swords of Legends Online's free-to-play launch. I'm, I'm a bit more interested in that story, just in general. Um, cause I, I originally thought I had a little bit better of a chance succeeding. Um, but it just sort of tanked, um, for a lot of reasons, but I mean, performance wise, I couldn't really play it above like 30 FPS. It was just terrible performance wise. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in, in solo and, and seeing whether or not, um, that, that game will, will along with this free to play launch, have a bit better optimization, um, or if it's the same old solo and we have to wait for, you know, an engine upgrade down the line, if they, if they ever get to that. 
Um, but Blood Hunt, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting game. It is different from the standard Battle Royale, but I'm not really a huge Battle Royale fan, um, quite honestly. So, yeah, it, it is what it is. I'll, I'll test it on launch. Final Fantasy XIV will resume automatic demolition next month of houses. And by the way, the live letter is tonight. Uh, so get ready for that. Jason, you had something? I was about to say, I just... I'm iffy about that whole blood hunt thing about the, oh, we put this in here. We can't believe someone found it. Oh, gosh. How could this have happened? No, 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 no. I'm not not iffy about that. Like, obviously, they meant for somebody to find it. I think what they, what might have been a legit reaction was how fast it was found. Literally, no, it's not. This is this. Jason, we're trying to be clever and edgy. Go, Look at how we put our. our go watch the video, the Jason. I cannot even see a hint of it in that video. It doesn't matter. Just announce your stuff normally. Don't be <laughs> oh, I like it. This is reminding me of that guy, the Silent Hill guy, who's like, "Oh, our game isn't really Silent Hill, but we're putting all these little hints in there, or whatever." <laughs> Screw you, buddy. <laughs> Screw you. No fun, Mr. Jason Winter. No Announce fun. your damn crap like normal people. <laughs> Let's slide over and get started with the weekly bombs. Oh, my. No fun, Jason Winter. So we'll let him go first. Jason, what do you got? Weekly bomb. <laughs> See, Marth- Martha's an old coot just like me, and he- he's upset about it, too. There we go. All right. Uh, I actually have a double de bomb, believe it or not. Despite being grumpy old Jason, I've got double. a double de bomb. So wait, so wait, is that a double de bomb or is that a double D bomb? No, I'm not I'm not Pamela Anderson. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just I'm just uh, trying to get the right phraseology here. Just to get in the right phraseology. Double bomb. Maybe it's a da da bomb. I don't know. Anyway, of course you know I've been playing Crusader Kings 3. Little, Court, little bit. Expansion. Yeah, I I've heard you you dabble like 30 hours in the past two weeks or whatever so yeah really enjoying that really enjoying that and then when i go away from that i hop into lost ark because i've been just whatever on that it's it's an okay second game for me to just go in and mindlessly murder stuff and look at the pretty world whatever so the bond of both of those all right all right, maybe he isn't always a grump. Zach, what do you got? Yeah, go figure. I'm going to give a full de bomb to Lost Ark, uh, which I have 30 hours in, funny enough. So you're going to um, give it the, the full D. Weeks. You're giving I'm, I'm going to give it the full <laughs> D, not just the tip, the full D. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I just, I've just been having a blast. I mean, it's it's exactly what it was when I was playing RU. The only difference really is that they balanced the early game a bit more. So instead of, you know, me and my friend going along and one of us killing the pack of mobs, we both at least get a few attacks into the pack of mobs. Um, so it's a bit more enjoyable overall um, from that perspective. And I also like that, um, you know, a lot of other folks are, are starting to see how fun of a game it is as well in terms of how much horizontal stuff is there. That also supports your vertical progression, too. Um, it just it, it has a lot to offer and it may not be paced as well as it could be like the early game could be trimmed in half, for instance, um, and it'd be much better for it. But the camera work is this next level in terms of ARPGs that they have in, in Lost Ark. And it just makes me appreciate um, that a, a whole lot more considering I played a few other ARPGs in the in the past year or so um, waiting for this game to see just the, how the camera works with all the different, um, you know, story moments. And um, like the Siege, for instance, is absolutely awesome. I, I love it a lot. 
um and then you know the end game is going to be even more of a blast too so i can't wait to to reach that this weekend and start to go into some guardian raids and also um some chaos dungeons and experience the end game more than i did in are you yeah i know you've been excited for lost ark you've been sad that you didn't have a good arpg to play ever since magic legends shut down um <laughs> you didn't have a good arpg to play before magic Legends shut down hey <laughs> i'm gonna give a mix of bombs here uh, it's a dub bomb and an a bomb to uh star wars legacy of the sith expansion there's some things that I do like in here, and then there's some things that I'm just really unsure of about. Uh, about obviously, I love the changes to being able to do any of the the class storylines with with other uh, characters. That I, I do like that. I do like the the additions to the combat styles. Uh, some of them may not feel all that great for particular classes. I understand. I I don't play any of those classes. I'm loving you know my Sith jug with assassin as secondary. So all that stuff is good. Uh, on the downside, though, like, the story is really short. Like, really, a couple of hours. Like, and when I say a couple of hours, I mean literally a couple of hours, as in two, hmm. maybe three. Um, I really hope we're shifting to, like, a kind of a living world thing, a la Guild Wars 2, because that ain't going to cut it. <laughs> that just ain't going to cut it. So, yeah, it's very weird. It's a love-hate thing right now. I know Troy's going to be doing a video, actually doing a full review of it. Uh, I probably won't chime in on that because I'm a very casual SWOTOR guy, and that's kind of like his second MMO, uh, sometimes his first, so it's more appropriate for him to give the full opinion. Uh, but I'm going to give it one of each for right now. Mad Martha in chat says, A-bomb for NFTs, just for existing. K-Max saying, da-bomb to Mad Martha for A-bombing NFTs. <laughs> Just passing them around, chat. Just passing them around, chat. Misfit Rain says, da-bomb to EverQuest landmark model. I honestly think that was amazing. The 3D people are good at what they do in the industry, but they pale in comparison to what regular people can create when given the tools. Landmark was only POIs also, so I felt like it would work. I don't know about how Arc World, if the people create everything. Is it 3D creation or stats and skills for items and classes? That sounds terrible. Yeah, so it was really only points of interest. It was the assets that you were really creating in uh, in Landmark. Here's a castle. Pfft, go build, the, you know, put this castle in the game. Jason, what do you got? Uh, first, A-bomb and uh, Guardian Veil, A-bomb in chat. To region blocking and loot boxes, I want to play Lost Ark. Dub-bomb to loot explosions, they are satisfying. They're, they're not satisfying because you only have to click on everything to pick up all the stuff, which makes my one of my favorite things in Lost Ark is getting a pet that can screw up all the loot for you. Yep. That, I admit, is, is revolutionary. Every ARPG should have that. Most games. Assuming you have the most, space for it. Most MMOs do have that. To some... And actually, bombed a Lost Ark for not having the, uh, the Tetris-style ARPG inventory. Like, every game seems that they have <laughs> yes. to do because Diablo did it. So you all, they I all have to do it. I knew you would love that. Yeah, I knew oh you would God. love the Lost yeah, Ark's inventory. It's, it's so easy that. to manage. Jason Winter yeah, wants yeah. to give another debomb to Path or to <laughs> Lost Ark. a Lost Ark for their inventory. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. and here's here's another one. It doesn't use that font. <laughs> oh, it does. Oh, it, it pretty much does. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's an A bomb. Go ahead, yeah, Jason. Bill anyway. uh, says the Lost Ark instant success is no surprise. The market is dry for ARPGs of this type, with many waiting impatiently. In my case, for Diablo Four. Yep. Yep. Uh, from chat before we go to Zach. 
Ninja Pandas debombed K Max Keys for debombing Mad Martha's A bombing of NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> Frey saying A bombed a Lost Ark for not having sans, uh, server transfer for having for not having server transfer systems. Yeah, the EU in particular yeah. is getting really hit hard. Although you got to respect they're like, oh no, we're not spinning up new servers. We're going to spin up a new data center. Hold on, let us let us take care of this. That's... And then lag the entire other servers, which was an issue last night. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Zach. Server company can't get servers right. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Um, Yami Kami said, dub bomb to Odd Taxi. I just finished watching it, and damn, what a good show. But who approved of this ending? A-bomb, if you thought PC gaming was expensive, well, you've seen nothing yet. Semiconductor prices up 20%. I would urge people to buy your new gaming PC now before it gets even more expensive. But then I remember that you probably can't do that anyways. Exactly. We're, we're all screwed. <laughs> yeah. Zach and I pulled the trigger on PCs we didn't need late last year for specifically that reason. <laughs> yep. And then I sold all my parts. You kept the whole thing. And yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's a mess. Uh, Scratch says, honestly, Lost Ark combat is very disappointing for me. All the encounters feel more like a mass of meat coming at me that I have to chew through than a real combat interaction with an enemy posing a threat. All the enemies behave the same, have exactly the same animations. You just combo down a pack of identically scripted mobs and move on. For me, it doesn't feel alive at all. It doesn't feel fun to chop through them, even though the combat gameplay from the character's perspective itself feels really great. The animations are amazing, and it just feels good. But for me, there isn't the satisfaction satisfaction of unleashing those skills into dull enemies. I don't even know what it is with the slash to stop time animation. I don't like it at all. Makes the enemies even more useless and takes from the flow of the battle. After playing Lost Ark, I actually want to go back and play some Diablo 3 to remind me of fun ARPG combat. Also, the click-to-move style is really outdated. Moving with a WASD is a must for this kind of game to be immersive and engaging, at least for me. Think Battle Right. Fortunately, V Rising is coming soon. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to V Rising. Uh, yeah, I don't like the click-to-thing. I'm not generally a fan of click-to-move either. The good thing with Lost Ark is, one, you can rebind the, the entire keyboard if you really wanted to. But two, I actually yeah. find Lost Ark pretty enjoyable with a controller. Um... The only downfall is having to actually use the right stick as a mouse to X out of every menu. I don't like that. Yeah, um, that's why I'm not using a controller, unless yeah. I probably would have tried it a bit more. Um, but yeah, I mean, the combat really won't get more exciting for you until like level 20, 30, somewhere around there, quite honestly. Um, just because of how the game's pacing is. Like I said, they should chop it in half, and it would be a lot better because you get a lot more of those like boss encounters. But, I mean, you're going to be clicking the move in Diablo as well unless you have a controller. I mean, that's the only way not to, at least as far as I remember. Um, but I also am in the camp where I wish they would have had WASD too um, because WASD and ARPGs feels feels pretty good, surprisingly. Um, and I wish that more would implement that. Jason, finish it off. Uh, Ratif Boshoff says, Yeah, something people have to realize, Lost Ark had over 200,000 concurrent players in Korea alone for years. That's the same as Path of Exile had max ever. Now Lost Ark is global. Personally, I see the concurrent player base staying at 1 million, if not 2 million for years to come, as long as the content keeps coming. I don't think it's going to get to 2 mil. Yeah, I, think, I, I don't nah. think it's getting to 2 mil. Nah. But you are right. I mean, it's still, so far, hanging out uh, at slightly over a million on most mm. days anyway. So, 
Yeah, I think there's something to be said for that. Like, if you weren't my son, Torchwick, actually, when we were talking about Lost Ark uh, last week on the show, he was like, is this something big that I should have been aware of and I didn't know? And I was like, if you watch <laughs> if you watch ARPG games, you've known about Lost Ark for like four or five years and you've been dying for it to come west. So, yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with you, Retief. I just don't think it's going to be Or if you watch, you know, M-Mobom, if you pay attention to that. There you go. Torchwick. Yeah. yeah. Apparently you don't pay attention to what your dad does. Uh, question of the week last week. What is the worst multiplayer game you've ever played? Why was it the worst? Don't ban me, says... I won't. Don't worry. Says, for <laughs> me, New World took far too damn long to release the Void Gauntlet. It should have been there on launch. Once the update came out for it, I had it uninstalled for a month and a half. Too late. Too late. I know... Uh, Don't Bammy was specifically talking about a, a bad piece and maybe not New World being the worst ever, but I kind of like lumped anybody that was negatively talking about a game as a question of the answer or question of the week answer. Go ahead, Jason. I wonder if Don't Ban Me is that guy that Ninja Pandas banned in chat last week. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's the same guy. Uh, Misfit Reigns, a question of the week. Any game that lets a snotty rich bride gain advantage over me by using daddy's credit card. That string of words probably showed my age a bit. <laughs> I mean, don't play Lost yeah. Ark then. I mean, it's it's not yeah. technically an advantage because it's just PVE, but they could get ahead faster than you. Uh, they, they play any game. Can. Every game has that now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Go ahead, uh, Zach. Uh, that Harv guy says America's Army 3, no 2. Well, that's odd. Yeah, well, it's gone, so now we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yami Kami, question of the week. There are probably so many really bad multiplayer games that I played for like 10 minutes, and they were so bad that I quit right away, never looked back, and I just can't remember them. One really bad one, however, I can remember. I don't remember the name, though, but it was essentially Counter-Strike for the poor. It was a pay-to-win game, free-to-play game. This was before Riot Games came and pretty much showed everyone how a good free-to-play model was done. In that game, you could buy things like better weapons, 50% more HP, 50% less damage taken, unlimited heal items, and so on. I remember one time vividly. It was also the last time I played the game. And that was when I snuck up to a guy with my poor man's stock gun, fired the entire magazine into his head. Didn't kill him, though. He turned around, shot me once, and I instantly died. If everyone, anyone ever wanted to know how bad free-to-play used to be before League, this is it. And I do think there is something to be said, like, how much League of Legends and, and some other titles around that time, League certainly isn't the only one, did change the free-to-play perception in the West. Because there was yep. a, a really negative perception. Like, even after DDO and Lotro decided to, to really be the first bigger titles to convert to that model... There still was, I remember doing some of the first casts where people were like, free-to-play is just garbage. Why are you doing a podcast on it? Like, well, we're still here. I mean, that's why, I, I, that's also why older now? people like myself or like Co-Carnage have pay-to-win as literally buying items that are better than what you can get in-game because that's what used to be the case back yeah. in the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You could buy potions that were stronger. You could buy guns that were stronger. And I think the game that Yami Kami might be referencing, I mean, I'm just going to take a Hail Mary here, maybe the original Crossfire, because I remember that being um, quite uh, terribly monetized. Um, I think it still exists even today. I about, what I was wondering about was maybe Combat uh, Arms. Yeah, Crossfire, is, Crossfire yeah. is huge. 
outside of the United yeah. States. It's I mean, just <laughs> massive. Not, not here. Crossfire X, <laughs> not doing so hot right now. Uh, Crossfire no. X, not doing so hot. <laughs> I mean, they tried with the original Crossfire, didn't catch on. Now they bring X, and it ain't Smile catching on Smile Gate can only have one dub. They can't have two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Crossfire is a dub, just not here. Just well, not, not here. The, no, 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 the new one, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossfire yeah. X. Yeah, Crossfire X. Yeah. Uh, question of the week this week. We've got End of Dragons coming up. We've got uh, Sword of Legends with an expansion coming up. We're just coming off of the Endwalker expansion. We've got all these expansions. So I want to know, what is the best MMORPG expansion of all time? Why? Doesn't matter what game it is, because we cover all multiplayer, so you don't have to limit yourself just to free-to-play anymore. What is the best expansion of all time and why? Let us know in the comments. Remember, while you're down there, on MMOBomb.com, register for an account, put your correct email address in so that you, your weekly bomb or your question of the week answer or both in the MMOBomb.com comments gets you entered for that Guild Wars 2 giveaway partnering with ArenaNet. Thank you so much to them. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you give the like, the subscribe, and put your comments there. And go ahead and paste them on MMOBomb. That's fine. I'll accept them. We'll be back with another show next week. Until then, Zach, where can everybody find you? Uh, everyone can find me on Twitter at um, Heltherian or at Heltherius Games, and then you can wishlist my game, Night of the Forgotten Realm, on Steam as well. I did want to sort of give my answer for the question of the week last week. The worst multiplayer game I remember playing, at least in recent memory, the original Final Fantasy XIV. That thing was a disaster, and I played it in closed beta and knew it was just going to be a dumpster fire. Um, terrible, terrible. It's amazing how far that game came over the years. You know, I'm a Final Fantasy fanboy, and I'd uh, I'd love to just trash you for making comments like that on my show, but I was in the beta giving the feedback to Japan <laughs> that wasn't listening, telling them, this ain't it. This ain't it. <laughs> and there were a lot of us doing that. So, Jason. Uh, Final Fantasy Winter, Winter Formal Streaming at Twitch.tv TV slash Jason Winter. And I played a lot of terrible multiplayer games. <laughs> nice. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at MMO Bomb so that you'll get tweets every time we go live with a podcast, uh, first look video, giveaways, articles, and so much more. Until next week, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.